Hello, everybody. It's been a while since I recorded a podcast episode, and it's been a while because of an any number of things. I'm not going to go into them. I, I went into them the first attempt. I didn't go into the second attempt, and this is the third attempt. And it's what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm just going to ask that. I don't even know what's wrong with me, so you don't need to answer. Uh, <laughs> okay, so. Unstoppable force versus immovable object. The thing that has plagued physicists for years. And what kills me is that nobody has supposedly resolved this conundrum. And I actually solved this conundrum. In fact, this conundrum is often used as a claim of of how to screw over computers, computer AIs. Hey, computer AI... What happens with an, when an unstoppable force meets an immovable object? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Give the answer. I don't know. It's a paradox. It's not a paradox. I've discovered that a lot of things in life that are called paradoxes, which are supposed to fry the memories or processing of an AI in a computer, actually don't. Instead, they just fry the brains of the humans who think they're smarter than the computers. And it took a computer for me to solve this. The computer solved it before I did. The computer didn't know it was solving it before I did. I'll explain why. I'll explain why, what happened, and all that stuff. Right? Right after these messages. Would you like a Ginsu knife? Call me. Pay me money. And I will get you a Ginsu knife. But wait. That's not all. I'll give you a second Ginsu knife. Because I don't know how money works. Or maybe you don't know how little these Ginsu knives cost. So pay me money for one, two, three Ginsu knives. That's right, I just added a third. Maybe I'll add a fourth. Ginsu knives. You didn't know you needed one until I said you have to pay me money. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I don't know. Just having fun. I wanted to have fun. I don't know when I'm going to be able to record a podcast again. So I wanted to have fun. So, uh, all right. Back to our regularly scheduled program. So here's an unstoppable force and an immovable object. In programming, if you're not a programmer, I'll teach you basics of something called collisions. Collisions are what we in video games and programming uh, used to create events, right? One of the many things to create events or detect events. And a collision is exactly as it sounds. When one thing comes in contact with another, there are three types of collisions. And I can describe them in ways that you will understand. Are you walking around on the floor? Do you go through the floor? No, you pick your foot up, providing you have feet. Maybe, maybe you don't. Uh, so however you're moving about on the floor, you're a bodily appendage. It's being pulled down with gravity. And that uh, a portion of your body is planted on the floor. And that portion is colliding with the floor. And the floor says, I'm not going to let you go through me. I'm going to keep you up here where I am. So that's one type of collision. 
a hard object stopping another hard object from passing through. Sounds simple, right? Uh, second type of collision. Movement through the air. Now, let's just say this is regular air and not hurricane winds, right? So you got hurricane winds, it, the situation's going to be reversed, right? When you move through air, or your, your vehicle, like an airplane, moves through air, it collides with the air. Air has mass. Air has density. That's how you're able to breathe. For a long time, people, you know, ancient people, ancient people said, I, I, something's in the air. It's invisible, though. I don't know what this thing called air is, but it's invisible, but exists. I can feel it. Especially when it gets cold, I can really feel it. Okay, well, you moving through the air, causing the air to move around you, or an airplane causing the air to move around the airplane, we call that aerodynamics. That's all the result of the airplane colliding with the air. So that's one solid force colliding with a movable force. You know, a movable object. An object that has, uh, that is not stationary, that can be pushed around and blah, blah, blah. Third type of collision is an imaginary boundary collision. Where you pass over a line, say a finish line. When you pass over the finish line, that finish line is actually a collision. Let's, let's say there's no uh, ticker tape across or whatever it is, uh, you know, finish uh, ribbon across the finish line, right? So it's just you're walking across something through an invisible boundary that's marked by two gates on either end. What happens? You win! You're number one. You're an airplane. You're flying over state lines. State lines don't actually exist, right? They're not a geographical feature. They're a political, a political boundary created by governments in order to state over here is one thing and over there is another thing. It's like, I don't see how it's different. I'm on the same type of land. That's okay because I'm telling you it's different. I'm your politician, right? Okay, so, all right, dude, politician. All right, you're telling me that the grass is greener over here than over there? It's part of the same lawn, man. Yes, but you go from this part of lawn over to this part of lawn, and uh, you're now in a different state. So that's basically what planes do, right? Hey, everybody, we have just crossed the... Uh, a state line between Utah and Nevada. Uh, please adjust your clocks to Pacific time. It'll be one hour behind. That's a collision in programming. You literally have these imaginary boundaries, boundaries that players can't see. You as a programmer can see it. Like if you, it's like a map maker. You draw a little line that says, hey, this is Utah. Yeah. If you took those little lines away, you'd say, hey, that's uh, land on the map, on a globe. Yep. So, it, it, same thing in programming. You draw fake little lines you can't see. Oh, that's so cool. We just, my clocks magically moved back an hour. I gained an hour. 
Nobody actually ever believes that. You didn't actually really gain an hour. But that's what a collision is. So, I wanted collisions of the first type. Walking on the floor. Hard, solid object against another hard, solid object uh, is not passing through. They're not passing through each other. So I click these little buttons. Freeze rotations. Uh, you know, uh, on x-axis, y-axis, z-axis. Because uh, otherwise, if you if you don't click those little buttons, let's say I have uh, an airplane. When it bumps into a hard object, the hard object will cause the airplane to spin around and rotate. I don't want my ro airplane to rotate. When it bumps into an object, I want both objects to kind of like go boom. Right? I want, uh, or I want them both to stay stationary, right? Like I want two boxes when they're being moved from one to another. The one box touches the other box, it suddenly stops. Right? So, I click these little buttons. You know, before I click these buttons, collision's working. Yeah, it's just, the object's moving a little bit. That's okay. Click these boxes, freeze rotation, right? All of a sudden, my objects are moving through the other objects. They're like turned into ghosts. What the fuck is going on? I make the object that's moving an unstoppable force. It cannot be stopped. Or rather, it's like can't be rotated, is what I mean. Can't be rotated. Okay. And it hits an object that's immovable. It can't be rotated or moved either. So what happens when an unstoppable force meets an immovable object? Well, in Unity, Unity says, well, the unstoppable force says it's only unstoppable because it doesn't allow any other object to, you know, to uh, affect its z-axis or x-axis movement. And it's going right along the x-axis. So it comes in contact with another object. Well, the other object says that it cannot be moved either. Okay, well then, the other object is going to stay. And the object that's moving, it's going to continue to go. But what about the collisions? They're both hard objects. Yeah, they're both hard objects. Okay, so why are you letting the other object pass over the other object? Well, because the objects cannot be moved or affected by each other. Let's think about that. It took me five days. Unity was telling me the answer right away. In fact, it was resolving that age-old physics problem. And I wasn't listening. I didn't realize that I had to manually code an override to what Unity had set in, in its own little program. Right? And every fucking programmer I asked... Every single one of them said, clicking those buttons shouldn't do anything. Yeah. It was those buttons. He kept telling, you're just not smart enough to know enough programming. You're, you, how old are you? You must be really, really young. The reality was, it was those buttons. And Unity was processing the paradox in the only way that the paradox can be resolved. Because Unity was told it must resolve that paradox. And that paradox works like this. 
The object that is moving is an unstoppable force. Therefore, the collider, even though it will trigger, the collider will trigger when it collides with the other object, and the other object's collider will trigger. Those colliders do not tell either object to move or be affected by each other. So, the unstoppable force will continue to travel and the immovable object will continue to stand still. But that's not how it's supposed to work. Yeah, but guess what? That's how it also works in physics. To all of the physics people out there, an unstoppable force is a force. It is energy. An immovable object is an object. It is matter. Hey, what a time for my little alarm to go off. Sounds like a little fanfare. Maybe I should have let it continue to play. It's the, uh, is it Carmen, I think. So the unstoppable force is energy traveling through an immovable object. Because in reality, all matter is energy only in a only in different states. Solid, non-energy matter, matter with weight and substance. See, energy also has weight and substance. So matter just has a little bit more weight and substance than energy. But even with that weight and substance, matter is energy. Because at the, at the smallest atomic particle at the smallest atomic construction now I wish my alarm was playing could have a fanfare going on this entire time they're just the same atomic particles and atomic particles are not solid there's a lot of empty space between them our matter our solidity is all an illusion created or a simulation created or some sort of emulation created by magnetic poles that send electrons and neutrons and protons and, and any other nuclei and atomic structure in its entirety spinning and rotating and orbiting all each other. When you split an atom, you're releasing those subatomic particles all at once. They're like Legos stacked together. And when you splice them, they all go all over the place because their energy is what's keeping them together. And when you break that energy, they split up. Well, the reality is, uh, by definition, an immovable object has atomic structures which can't be split. But they're still atomic structures. And they are still 90 to 99% emptiness. Just nothing. Anything can pass through them. So the unstoppable force 
is a force of energy that just passes through objects. And we know this because of, of uh, particles like the Higgs boson and neutrinos and essentially what our cosmic rays are passing through us all the fucking time. Trillions and trillions of particles pass through our body in seconds and we don't know it. They are the unstoppable force of the universe because they pass through our atomic structures and we are the, to them the immovable object because they cannot affect our movement. So to answer the philosophers and physicists questions out there, when you have an unstoppable force, if it is indeed force, and you're calculating it correctly, you're calculating energy. Energy without the capacity to be blocked or halted, with atomic structures that continue to move on despite whatever may lay before them. That's an unstoppable force. And those particles are traveling through an object which is so strong in its atomic structure that it cannot be moved. But the atomic structure itself is 90, 99% air and emptiness and space say air, but that's a little bit misnomer. I mean, uh, emptiness in space. So the force passes through that emptiness in between the atomic structures and just continues on. The immovable object stands forever erect, unable to be overcome, and the unstoppable force continues to travel, unable to be restricted by movement. The unstoppable force, therefore, likely has no mass. Energy without mass, which means it's pure energy. And as I said before, mass is energy, only in a different state. So all mass is energy, but you can have energy supposedly without what we consider to be mass. When physicists finally come to that realization that all mass is energy, then what you have is just energy in multiple states. So you will have energy that is in a state of complete stasis, which would be the mass state, and energy which is in a state lacking any stasis, is without any sort of mass. Without anything that's quote, heavy, end quote, anything that may be affected by gravity. So an unstoppable force is unaffected by everything. And if you're doing your calculations correctly, then that unstoppable force would also be unrestricted by any so-called speed limits of the galaxy. There would be no light speed where that unstoppable force is considered because it is inherently unstoppable. And the limitations, the quote, unquote, 
limitations of light speed are all based around energy having a state of being which can be considered to be mass. But if you start factoring in that mass is energy, then there's no such thing as energy having mass. That's just energy at a state where it is affected by other states of energy. So, unstoppable force versus immovable object. What would happen, computer? Unity responded. The unstoppable force would continue and the immovable object would exist. And it took me days to figure out that Unity not only was telling me a secret of the universe through plain, simple logic, but it was also telling me that these programmers who were complete fucking assholes didn't know their head from their fucking ass when they were sitting there arguing with me and belittling me. Ha, motherfuckers, I was right. The goddamn freeze rotation actually prevented the collision from functioning properly because apparently those rules are all interconnected, unlike what you said to me multiple times in chat. So fuck you all, I was right, and yet you guys were sitting there talking about how you were veterans. Ha! All right, hope you guys have a wonderful day. Take care.